I had a lot of Baileys, so this is gonna, I might have to do this a couple of times. But I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. Muscles are slack. <laughs> I've been practicing my funny faces. <laughs> hey, listen to Commander Quick Out Podcast, episode 284. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan, and we're gonna cap off 2021 with our year in review. Now, hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What is going down? Whole ton is going down. We're going to cap off the year with our super duper sweet year in review. But before we get to any of that kind of cool stuff, we've got to thank our official business daddies, FusionGamingOnline.com, their source for all your gaming needs. Very much so. And I, as per usual, have an order. Ooh. And I... I looked at what it was before I came here, so I could tell you about a card I ordered. Mm-hmm. Don't remember. Oh. But I did remember. Uh-oh. I did remember to use CCO Fusion 5 mm-hmm. at checkout and save 5%. I ordered a damaged foil from them before we came, and now I can't remember what it was. Damaged. Did damaged. You, did you still get 5% off? I sure did. $4 damaged. It was a Torment foil. And Enchantment for white. Okay. Whenever a guilty conscience. Guilty conscience. Guilty yeah. conscience. Because you know what that goes with. Combos with BT. Yeah, it does. It does. It does. Oh, here, here's my order. Here's my order. Oh, what card was it? What was the card? Oh. There's lots of cards there. Oh, right? I know. I bought a bunch to paint. Yeah, but what's the one that you wanted to talk oh, about? Oh, I don't remember. There's too many of them. Oh, Ryan. Oh. Ryan. Oh. Come on, man. Mm, was it Patron of the Vein? <laughs> It's I kind of a funny name. Doubt that very highly. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, I don't remember. The point is, the business daddies, we have to thank them for another great year of CCO sponsorship. The 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 money save savature. It's the opposite of expenditure. Yeah. That they provided to CCO Nation, you and I notwithstanding. Yep. We very much appreciate yep. them. And I'm assuming it's significant because people are saving money on stuff they were gonna buy anyway. Yeah. And Very that's always so. good. Okay, let, let's let's keep going with the thank yous. I like this. You know what? We were talking before the show, the before the episode. After the Baileys, before the recording, we said, this is like one of our favorite episodes in the entire year to, oh, to do. Totally, totally is. Because we just live vicariously through microphones on all the good shit that happened. Totally yeah. ignore the bad stuff and yeah. sweep it under the rug for the most part. The the joke I'm I'm really waiting to make, and I'm just gonna make it now so I forget. Do it. Is this year, as far as like magic releases went for me, looks like when you wake up in the morning and you kind of have like a stiffy already because it's like you just <laughs> and you wake up and you look at your blanket and it's flat, and then there's like the boop where your you know is, and then it, it's flat again, and that's what the releases look like for me. Oh yeah, like because the year was kind of like. Eh, Ooh, oh, but right eh. in the middle, like in June or whatever, was yeah. Forgotten Realms. <laughs> Forgotten Realms and Maudie Ho-Ho also. Oh, I'm, I didn't put that on my list of oh, one of the releases. Maudie Ho-Ho was released this year, and I'm going to spoil it for everybody out there. There's a spoiler. I think Modern Horizons 2 was the best, air quotes, Masters set that they've done. The most exciting one for me, I think. Because there was, they they just shotgun blasted it. They just tried fucking everything all in one set. And even if some of it didn't work, there was enough that worked that it was a, it was a great set. And monetarily, I also did very well, which is cool. Yeah, I'm looking at, I'm looking at the wikipedia.org slash wiki slash list of Magic the Gathering sets. Mm-hmm. Seems like it would have a list of all Magic the Gathering sets. Mm-hmm. It's got them all from, oh, I don't know, 2018, 19, 20, 21, 22. Oh, there's even one from 2023 called Kayaking. It's the code word for we don't know what it is yet. No money ho-ho on there. I <laughs> 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 guess they missed a memo. But it was definitely 2021 because we had a preview card for it. And we're yes. going to talk about our preview card later on in the show. Okay. And then we're going to talk about how we haven't got a preview card since then, and Wizards needs to get on it. Well, here's a couple things. Yes. Because we got one, and it was awesome, and I built a deck around it, and it's awesome, 
and I would like to do that again. Also, yes, I reached out to the PR people at WotC just saying, hey, we're still here. Uh, Lord of the Rings is like my favorite stuff, and we're going back to Forgotten um, Realms. We're going back to Dungeons and Dragons land for mm-hmm. you. I was like, we're still here, and it's it's great, and our community loves it, and we've got a great community, and awesome. Yep. All that stuff. I want to keep on the thank you train, though, because this, oh, yeah, is, right. this, is, this is the shit. This got, is it. We've got soundtrack a little bit again. Where do you want to start? Do you want to start? Well, You're the one let, with the list of thank yous. Let's just start at the top. We'll work our way through. I was going to say thank yous and or giveaways. Oh, yeah, giveaways. Because those are kind of like thank yous. Hey, How many giveaways do we have? At least two. Well, let's do one now, and then we'll do the other one later. Okay. Last week, you guessed Sterling Grove. That was the card. Yeah, everybody got it. Surprise. Most people got it. Yeah. Well, because people watched <laughs> CCO's top five in five cards yeah. to not sleep on in, no, uh. Uh, Midnight Hunt Pickups, that's what it was. Card yeah. number five mm-hmm. is the same color as this card from Mati Hoho. Turned out it was Sterling Grove. Grove. Lots of people guessed it, but the name that came out of the stinky old hat, Daniel Thaler. Thaler? Thaler. I don't know. Daniel Thalad. Daniel Th- Limp Thalad. It's going to be on the screen. You get out. <laughs> of course it's limp. Yeah, Why course, wouldn't it be? Of course it is, yeah. Because he, well, he didn't like Forgotten Realms. <laughs> <laughs> well, he didn't like Forgotten Realms? Well, I don't know. Maybe he'll get I, a Forgotten Realms pack and he, he'll change his life forever because he he'll get that Tiamat. Yo, if he didn't like Forgotten Realms, I don't know. He might not He might not win. He might not get it. We anything. might be lying. We he might, might not have won. I'm just saying. send him a big old FU in the mail. Yeah. Send him one of those pre-opened booster packs with no rare in it. Yeah. <laughs> Lots yeah, of yeah. people were getting those this year. That's another 2021-ism. eBay repacks. Yeah, Dollar please. store repacks. FU Amazon, I think is the way people are saying it. <laughs> yeah. Well, F them anyways. Yeah, screw those guys. Yeah. Don't, don't support them. So here's the thing. Go to the pre-show, you guess, or you, you contribute to our, our booster pack game. I've I've called it now. Yep. It's the booster pack game. Mm-hmm. You get entered to win. Daniel Thaler, Thaler, Thalid. Limp, Limp Thalid. Get at us. CommanderCookout at gmail.com. Tell us it's you. Give us your address. Honor system. If one person ruins it, it's over forever. So <laughs> <laughs> let us know it's you. And uh, summarize everything in an email. We'll send you a pack the next time we, we do a shipment. It's going to be awesome. Oh, that's what it was. I'm waiting for new booster packs to come in from Fusion along with new oversized plane chase sleeves. That's what it is. Ooh, plane chase sleeves. Yeah. Because we were sleeving plane chase uh, a couple weeks ago. And I ran out. Ran out of sleeves. Ran out of sleeves. I thought I bought enough, but didn't. You would, this is going to sound dumb, but I'm going to say it anyway. You would think that if there was companies that are making sleeves specifically for oversized cards, why does anybody want those? I would imagine that the regular answer would be for plane chase. Otherwise, you sell them in packs of 10. Packs of 10 or pack of the number of planes and phenomenons that exist. Couple things, my liege. That's what I would do. Couple things, my liege. If you can package them in units such that you need to buy just a little bit more and thus sell another big block of units... For an increased price, would you not do that? Well, I wouldn't. If I need 80-something 80, 80 because we've got planes, phenomenons, extra planes walk and chaos cards, the shit, if you will. Mm, I will. And then at least three custom planes that, that we invented together, mm-hmm. I need more than 80. So if I buy two packs of 40... I have to buy a whole nother pack of 40. What are you going to do with the rest of them, I wonder? Make more to... custom planes. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Sweet. Well, I guess I have a set of them as well. We could just combine our powers. Oh, I was going to say you have a set of sleeves. Then, I need them. <laughs> no, no. I, I used all of mine up trying to sleeve my plane chase, and then when it didn't work, I was like, ah, Ryan's got them all. It's fine. Yeah, throw these in the garbage. It's, yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's not true. I kept them. Let's keep going. We've got some thank yous. Okay. Thanking people. Uh, and when I say thank you, what I really mean is like air quotes. Yeah. Thank you. It's you more... Everybody out there knows what we really mean. They've been yeah. listening to us all year. They know. I, I, you know what? I do want to say thanks to the new subs. We had some good subs right at the end of the month. It's part of the next giveaway we're mm-hmm. going to do. And if you're not watching on YouTube and subscribed anyway, you tell them, Brad. You should be listening. We do a lot of work on there. Come on. And we mean Joe does a lot of work. Yeah, well. Thanks to Joe and Tyler. Hey, that's a good wrap-up, thanks. Yeah, they've been doing lots of lots of work on our behalf. Yes. That's, that's pretty cool. Yes. Yeah. Here's, here's the Patreon thank yous, though. And I say thank yous because they all have nicknames already. 
Oh. We've got some guys that came back and some some increased pledges. Oh, that's fun. Yes. It's so, always good to see old friends again. Oh, well, I mean. Well, I mean, seven not, out of ten is not best, that great. But, you know. Okay. First, thank you and shout out. Okay. Tyler Matuli Stone. Oh, I love that guy. I just got a letter from him. Tyler Metal Tool. Uh... Like yesterday, as of this recording, just came in. We had opened a wedding ring oh. when we were in Vegas because he stayed with us. Yeah. And we opened a wedding ring. And I was like, oh, this is cool. And then when he got home, he's like, you know, I'm never going to play this. Do you want it? And I was like, I only want it if you defile it and write on it. And oh. then he, and he was like, F you, man. And he did wrote he, it on did, he, did he draw a dink on it, make the, it into a dink ring? No, he, he made it like playable in public. Oh. But he sent it off to me. It came with a, in a little envelope. I was very excited because I love getting mail. <laughs> it's like for a wedding me. invitation? No. That's kind of funny. No, but still, very cool, and I, and I appreciate it. Okay, well, cool. Thank you to him. Put it into my Atraxa deck also is where the card went. So I, oh, I, good. I yeah. played it in my Atraxa deck now, yeah. Next returner, Adrian Emmanuel. Adrian Emmanuel. And, and we yelled Adrian, like Rocky Adrian. Adrian. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I'm sure I made a Cyber Six reference as well because the main character in Cyber Six, something that I've seen that you haven't, yeah, it's named weird. Adrian. Let us know in the comments below if you've ever seen Cyber Six. It's very good. Or Denver the Last Dinosaur, also very good. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Never seen that. Oh, your kid would love it. Could. It's got dinosaurs. It's got kids that are just like being friends with the dinosaur. Eventually, the dinosaur learns how to play a guitar. I'm really sure that we've had this conversation before. It's really good, is all I'm saying. Well, Adrian, or Cyber 6, or Data 7, Cyber 6's brother, that's actually a panther now. F you for coming back. Yeah, very much so. I hope you get turned into a panther. (laughs) Which would actually be kind of cool. That'd be kind of, they'd be Windgrace. Hey, yeah, we call him Windgrace Emmanuel. (laughs) Cool. Okay, returners, returners. Andrew Myers. Andrew Myers, a.k.a. Mother Ass Zoidberg Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I have no idea what road we walked down to get there, but I am happy we got there. Oh, Zoidberg Jesus. I think that that was their nickname. Like, that's the name they came in with, and we just liked it. I don't know if that's true. I'm taking full credit for that nickname Okay, at this point. you know what? It's the end of the year. We deserve yeah, it. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. We deserve a Christmas present, too. We and deserve I'm, it. And I'm taking credit for that nickname as my Christmas gift. Thanks. Final ret- uh, returner or increase is Sir Yeticus. What? I don't remember what we called Sir Yeticus, but that is a good that nickname sounds... all by itself. <laughs> all I think, all I think of is my brother chugging beer in the back of the truck and just he called it yeeting. I called it yard sailing the cans right out of the back of the truck so he doesn't have open open liquor in the truck. <laughs> <laughs> Sir Yeticus. You're welcome to come and shop garage sales at the lake anytime with me, and we will just throw our empties in the bush. Because <laughs> we have lots of the bush around here. And lots of empties. Yeah. That's, <laughs> oh, that's another thing we have lots of around here. Yes, that is true. Yes. We work very hard at that. Okay. Well, thank you to everybody and FUs, and I guess thanks for being here in the last show of the year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a good go. show. I like it. It's dark outside. It's terrible. Yeah, well, let's talk about what we got in store here. Okay. We got some actual Magic the Gathering content. We've what? got some Commander content. Us? Commander what? content out. What? Yes. What? Uh, fine. I believe here's, you. Here's some Prove things. it to me. I got this. Roughly, give or take, 177 new legendary <sighs> creatures this year. <laughs> so fucking it's just some, some rough math I did that's, in my head. That's last, that, that's last the last year, right? I, mean, I have no idea what you said. Less you know what? than last year is what I meant to say. That I just had to go with it. I had to commit. That doesn't actually count anything for Modern Horizons. So that number is wrong. Okay. That number is wrong because I did not count Modern Horizons. Okay. Um, I'm gonna. I'm just That's gonna, fine. I'm just gonna lean on you for all the Marty Hall. That's stuff. fine. I remember lots of lots of my cards of the of that I want to talk about. We're gonna get to that in the other half of the show. Uh, lots of them were Modern Horizons cards. Lots of like oh. little like finicky piddly stuff from Modern Horizons. I really liked. Okay, what? well, yeah. keep keep keep. Okay, well, I got a list. It's right here. Well, if you're watching well, on YouTube, which you should be, you can see my little three x five card. Lots of information written on here. I have very small printing. I'm gonna look up some Modern Horizons stuff really quick, but this is what I want you to get into a little bit and just oh, give shit. us give us your thoughts overall on products. Not necessarily the frequency or density of products, but overall your thoughts on products, 
Commander products or regular set releases. And what else did you... Oh, Secret Layers, your general uh, overarching... Yeah. Just give us the umbrella kind of thesis statement, and, and I'll, 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 I'll help you out here. Okay. Okay, go, hold on, hold on. I'll help you out. Okay. Call Time was first. Mm-hmm. Strix Hondel. Mm-hmm. Scrackhaven, yeah. Scr- yeah. yeah. <laughs> Scraphaven. <laughs> Dungeons & Dragons Adventures in Forgotten Realms. Oh, yeah. Now we're talking. M- Maudie Ho-Ho, mm-hmm. apparently. Yep. Yeah, that was there. Apparently. It was there. It was in between Strixhaven and Forgotten Realms. Innistrad Midnight Hunt. Yeah. Innistrad Crimson Vow. I want to say 16 Commander Precons. At the very least. And 87,000 Secret Layers. So you just speak to those a little bit. How do you feel about them? And I'm going to look up one quick thing. Okay, I talked about the graph earlier in the show where it was kind of like the bed sheet, then your erection, and then the rest. I thought that Call Time, while a very interesting set to talk about, in particular for me, I thought that the sets starting this year while still clearly being filled with future staples, I thought were fairly unexciting and uninspiring, especially Strixhaven, it turns out, as I don't I play one Strixhaven card and it's only because you and I got so excited about it on the show. Uh, I thought Modern Horizons, like I said earlier, was probably one of the best masters type products that we've seen I'm gonna say to date, I thought that the the 85 different treatments on every rare was really cool. I thought that it gave options for... Like, there's no way you could say, oh, that card doesn't have a treatment I like, because every card came in Mm. nine different versions, and there was lots to get behind, lots to like. Forgotten Realms, as everybody who's listened to the show for a long time knows, I had a huge hard-on for. It was a core set, which I really enjoy, and it was subject matter that is 100% directed directly at players like me. Right into your veins. Right into my veins and my heart and everything. I loved that set it's so like, much. It's like butt chugging. Exactly. It goes right I, in. I would. And then Innistrad Midnight Hunt was just a good way to go out of the year because it's like, you know what? I bought a lot of Forgotten Realms. I'm pretty tapped out and now I just don't even care. You just coast. Just let that just, just flow right by me. right out. I don't give a shit. Let it go. So I think that this year was fantastic. I think the the for, as far as the commander decks went, I thought that they did a overall a spectacular job on them. Oh yeah! I think that all Holy of holy shit, yep. man! You're like, who are you? I, I know. Did DDO hijack us again? Uh, maybe they did. Who can say? Maybe it's the Baileys. Probably not though, because I actually think that the I think that starting in call time, yeah, there were some hiccups along the way, but I think that Watsy actually set out. To put in some some really good staple stuff, some really good cards in every commander deck that they printed. And while I'm not happy that they jacked the price back up to 50 bucks a deck. And the mana bases were still iffy at and best. And the mana bases were still trash. I think that they still put a lot of work into the decks to make sure that they were interesting and cool and made people excited. And maybe you didn't and, buy them all. But and were good out of the box. Yeah, and they're fun to play with like minimal upgrades. Yep. And I freaking love that. And, and... And this might be controversial, but probably not. I think that the secret layers this year, as opposed to last year for sure, were super uncontroversial. And if you missed one, nobody cares because it's I'm going to come back to that. There weren't there weren't a ton of mechanically unique cards except for the the kids, uh, Stranger Things, and I. But on, they're coming out in in, in New Capenna. Yeah, and honestly, if they didn't, who'd miss them? They weren't really. They weren't really turning my crank. Who wants Clue Tribal anyway? But the point is, <laughs> I think that the secret layers even this year, and as abundant as they were, unless you specifically wanted a piece of art from those cards, they weren't must-have, must-buys for the most part. So they filled the spot that I think that they set out to fill very well. So I think overall, this year had something for everybody, and specifically on the high-end kind of collector m- product, I thought that they did actually really well. Fuck a nice exposition. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Let's 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 jump backwards in time about one minute. Let's do it. You talk about sixteen precons. They're all pretty good. Yeah. Coasting through Crimson Vow and Midnight Hunt. Oh yeah. Uh, what so was the happy. other thing I said I was going to come back to? Secret layers. Secret layers, missing some and not caring. Yeah. Okay. Oh, knuckle, knuckle crack. Here we go. 
let me preface what I my exposition with. <laughs> do you know what every single commander that came out this year does? Tell me. Well, no, I'm asking you. Oh, yeah, it's a yes or no question. Something awesome? No, just you. If I asked you, recite to me what every single commander does. You probably couldn't, right? Sit in the command zone. Cost. This is not a trick question. Have it's, a power and toughness. Am I close? Just, no, it's they just have creature a yes types. or no. What? It's uh, you don't know well, what every single ability on every single commander is. You don't. No, no, I don't. No. Does anybody out there who's listening? I think if they said yes, they're probably lying. they're probably lying. Every single card with every single new ability that was printed. Could you tell me every single one? Absolutely not. Could you tell me the names of all of the secret layers and, oh. and name the artist that you collect from every single card that was printed with their secret layer rendition? Yo, I read them all not an hour ago. And no, no, I can't. <laughs> Do you collect magic cards? Yes. Do you, are you invested as an enfranchised lifelong player and love this game? Yes. As you are a person who answered yes to those last couple questions uh -huh. and no to the first few questions, uh -huh. do you care that much? Not at all. Have you ever played a big RPG game on PlayStation or Xbox? Absolutely, I have. And not completed every single thing and just moved on to a different game? Have you ever encountered a build in an RPG that you haven't rung out to completion and maximized every single thing in the game to the best of your ability? Yes and yes. You... you Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I have done both of those. Yes. But, yes. Oh, oh, but you've moved on. Yeah, I've and, played a, and I've just played a game like, not to completion and moved on and been totally satisfied and happy. And I have certainly delved into a game where I couldn't maximize all of the things that I could have done. But you know what? I still had fun. And by, at the end of the day, you were okay with yeah, it. Yeah, I was fine with it. So when I hear content creators and people on Twitter and people at my LGS say things like, Product overload. I can't even keep up. I can't even make deck updates. I can't do this. I can't do that. Why not? Why do you need to know what every single legend is in, in every single set? There's 193 new legends. There was more magic new magic cards printed in 2021 than any other year ever. Wow. Why do we need to know what everything is? Well, especially when some of them suck. Doesn't that... Yeah, they're designed to suck. Yeah, they suck. Doesn't it add a level of intrigue, mystery, romanticism in not knowing? Isn't it fun to not know? Yeah. I, and I think I said this last year, okay. and I and I predicted that in 2021, we're probably going to see a product release, if not a full set release every month. And we almost got there. Oh, we were With close. Secret Layers, we sure, certainly fucking did. Oh, definitely we did. Last year I said, and I'm going to say it again, I welcome this much product because you're diversifying it as to bring in new players you're overloading not overloading new players because they don't know that they're being overloaded but yeah. you're giving them lots of options as in lots of different genres that they might like and mm -hmm. or ways to spend money which mm -hmm. further enfranchises them yeah. and makes it so they can come and play with fucking me at my LGS. Yeah, this is selfish Ryan yeah. saying specifically with Ra Bra with Rando and Brian. Yes. With Brando and Ryan. People are going to show up and play more magic with us. And yes. That's awesome. Specifically, I want Watsy to profit like fucking kings so more people play magic. I don't give a shit that some Watsy executive made a million dollars this year. I would have loved to make a million dollars, but if he did, that doesn't mean I didn't make any money, yeah. right? It's not a, it's like not a zero sum thing if <laughs> yeah. Watsy makes more money and I don't. Yeah. But if Watsy's making more money, thereby pumping money back into the game, mm -hmm. the game is better for me. And that's what I care about. And I hope that in kind of theorizing it this way and having you agree with me, mm -hmm in the ways that you did, comparing it to other games and not giving a shit, yeah. that other people will say, oh yeah, I guess if there's that much product, it is good for the game. Even if I don't know every single thing about it. You know what's exciting about that? As somebody who's played for a long, long time, and a lot of the people that I bet you are referring to when you say that, haven't played as long as we have, and there's lots of players out there that haven't. Here's something that's really cool 
about being a long enfranchised magic player that now all those people that are complaining they don't know what all the cards do are going to get to experience in a couple of years if they still play magic. Ooh. How cool is it when we discover discover a new card from Mirage? Oh, dude, that's so cool. Because we didn't, we totally overlooked that card. There's I like, didn't even know that card existed. In a few years, people are going to look back at Strixhaven and go, I didn't even know that was a real card. And it's going to change the way they built their whole deck. You know what? And, and people Watsy, to experience that again. And that's fucking awesome. Watsy set them up for that to exactly be the case. Yeah. There's like four legendary creatures in Mirage. Right, yeah. like even go back to like 2014 or or, or 13, and you look at OG Theros and and uh, Tarkir block, yeah. like six legends, ten legends, right? It was easy to keep track, and of. you could still say, "Oh yeah, what does that guy do?" Oh, you built a deck that does that, and you yeah. still have that a little bit, right? Yeah, you still have that a little bit, but in in ten years from now, when Strixhaven is ten years old, and I'm playing with my kid, and he discovers something from Strixhaven, and I fucking dig it out from the bottom of a box just like covered yeah. in worms and dirt it's like i was <laughs> yeah. fertilizing my garden with it i'm like check <laughs> this out right and he sees that and it's yeah. like you're gonna dig last... up and dig up and he's gonna go whoa <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> he's gonna go whoa that's just kicker <laughs> <laughs> and i'll be like let me tell you about Kicker, son. I was around an invasion. When Kicker was the real thing. Yeah, when Kicker was the real <laughs> when thing. When Kicker was the only Man, thing. I kicked things uphill both ways. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. In my own pajamas because I'm fucking Kicker's dad. That's how old I am. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I can't wait for that shit. It's I can't gonna wait. It's going to be fun. It's going to be cool. I can't wait. And <clears throat> you know what? Sometimes I listen to lots of content, right? Sure. Magic content, baseball content, Lord of the Rings content. I listen to all kinds of content. And people are... People are super like, like over exuberant and they exaggerate. They're hyperbolic. They're, they're edgy. They try to be edge lords. They try to be like, I don't know, over inflammatory and, uh, you know, you know, all the oh, types I know all about of those things, right? Or they try to be overexcited about shit, right? Yeah. And, and hype stuff up and, and sell stuff or whatever it is. Right. And, and we're super not about that. And, and this is like everything that you just heard there was like supernatural. <laughs> like super real Ryan and Brando because we fucking love this shit that we do. And, yeah. and I'm happy that there was too much product for all you fucks out there. Yeah. Cause it, <laughs> I bet you everybody was really excited about something. Like I did not give a shit about Strixhaven at all, but there was enough other shit. But there that, was enough other stuff that it made up for it. Like you don't need to like every single thing. And if you don't and, like it, just leave it alone. And this is the year that taught everybody that I think, cause we yeah. did. Like, and the, 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 not the disparity, but the difference, like Norse mythology, wizard school things, old school magic kick-ass stuff, Forgotten Realms D&D things, yeah. and then popular sets that suck now. <laughs> right? Like they hit all the liked. stuff. <laughs> and there was, just, there was something for everybody. And in between, they had all the secret layers and the commander decks. And I think that they really shot the lights out where everybody got at least one thing this year that they're pumped about. Yeah, one I, thing. Nobody can look back at 2021 and say, there was nothing for me because you're lying to yourself. And you shouldn't do that because you can lie to anybody but yourself. <laughs> and if you believe your own lies to yourself, you're doing yourself a disservice no. that you will resent yourself for. Ooh, and that is a CCO life lesson. Get him with the stamp, Joe. Yep. Fuck, that was, a, that was a good one. Huh? Thanks, you man. know what? If you're going to lie to somebody, lie to your boss. Yeah, lie to you your boss. Lie fucking to... call in sick. Yeah, lie to like the cashier. Like, oh, yeah, I got a date with three models after this. Like, yeah. do that, but don't lie to yourself. That's not how you get ahead at all. Yeah. You know what? You brought up You brought up the sets. Let's 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 go coat my throat with some Baileys. Okay. And then we'll, uh, we'll kick it over some cards because we're going to talk about some of our favorites. But wait, before we do that, we, we do have another giveaway. Oh, baby. We got some giveaways. This one, the last secret layer of the year, or, or the first one of next year, I guess. Fairy, fairy, Lisa Frank, high color fairies. Fairy, fairy, fairy radical. Is that what it was? Yeah. I looked it up. to. That's the one I remember because I was like, wait, that's the name? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, here's the thing. If you found the posts on Twitter... You helped us share the show. You tagged a friend. You retweeted it. Whatever it was, you became a new sub on YouTube because we can actually see 
when people become new subs and you click on the thing and it's like, oh, here's your new subs. And it's like, hey, how's it going, everybody? It's very exciting. We can see you mm -hmm. and your name when you become a sub gets a number assigned to it when we do the giveaways. Ooh. Yeah. So punch it all into the CCO supercomputer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the bat computer back in the 60s with the little punch card comes out the side. Yes. It reads it. And yeah. it's as big as a whole room. Yes. <laughs> yes. At Spalding Tanner. Tanner Spalding. Balding Tanner. Yeah, more like Baldy Tanner. Oh. Uh, pew, 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 pew. Is it the grandpa at the Tanner household on Full House? Oh. It's a Full House, right? Ah. Uh, no? Stamos was on it. An Aunt Becky man. Yeah, and it's, um, oh, no, I'm thinking of, um, I'm thinking of the other one with Mario Lopez. What's that one? I don't know. Ugh. Yeah, you're asking me. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. Alyssa Milano was in Full House. And then she was in Charmed. Sure. And then she did a whole bunch of breast campaigning stuff, breastfeeding campaign stuff. You could tell me virtually anything, and I'd be like, yeah, man, because I don't know any of that stuff. I just remember oh. the title names of shows. Well, let us let know us know in the else. comments, I guess. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Tanner Spaulding, you get at us on Twitter or on, on email. T-Spauld. There we go. And we'll, we'll shoot you up with uh, some fairies. Hooray! Okay. Sets. 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 Caldy, Strixy, Forgotty Realmy. Midnight Hunty, Crimson Vowie, and Mahdi Ho Ho E. E. Okay, Caldy, let's start there. Okay. Give me your give me your three sentence thoughts. Call time. Visually, I loved Call Time. Mm -hmm. It very much the landscape of it mm -hmm. felt like here. When I go up to my parents' house, way up north in the bush and the lake and the hills and the rocks, call time. It was awesome. Yep. I really liked some of the, besides the landscape, I really liked some of the art, art styles. Yep. We talk about that usually in our not set reviews. Right. There were some legends that I very much feel contributed to the landscape of contemporary EDH. Sure. If you want to hear more about that, uh -huh. tune in to CCO's double feature top five in five coming out on Friday and Saturday of this week. Beer, 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 beer. Yeah. Um, as long as T-Coats fucking gets it done. He will. <laughs> he yeah, he will. He, he's I, I fully believe in him. Nothing like a little social pressure, though. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, call time was good. And I, I think by itself, it had a lot to offer a wide variety of players, player experiences, and 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 just magic in general. I like. What do you think? I really like talking about it. I thought the lore and what it was based on was really, really cool. I think that the actual cards in it, there was lots of stuff there for lots of people. I know some of my, like, some cards that I'm going to play, I don't want to say forever, but some cards I'm going to play for a long-ass time were in there. And I built at least two decks that are super fun. So I think Kaldheim had a lot to offer, and I was I was also very excited uh, about it. Yeah, well, check this out. I'll, I'll, I'll hit you with some quick hit legends, because I got them up here. Okay. Abomination of Llanowar, mm -hmm. definitely not a Kaldheim card. That was in the Kaldheim pre-con. Mm -hmm. My bad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, let's start with Bergy. Storm, oh, yeah. Storm right again. Mono Red Storm. Check out, check out the top five and five on Friday. Finn the Fangbearer, bringing back like poison counters. Oh, yeah. yeah that yeah, was yeah. important. That was important. Bjorn, Jorn, God of Winter, right? That guy was kind of a Staxy, Staxy kind of guy. Mm -hmm. There was black, green elves. I know that that's not a commander, but there was a couple different black, green well, cares they, about elves. Those have things. existed since Lorwyn, so that's a. It's cool to see that get supported again. Yeah, Lathril Blade of the Elves is specifically the one I'm talking about because that was the Kaldheim Golgari Elves commander that mm -hmm. everybody plays now. Because why would you not include black in your elf ball deck? Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's <laughs> pretty not, good. Not a bad upgrade. Morit of the Frost, Narfi Betrayer King, like. There was Turgrid, God of Fright. Again, yeah. turn, tune into the top five. Yeah. Toski was a squirrel, and yeah. that's what kicked off like Squirrel Nation or Squirrel Mageddon. Squirrel Mageddon, 2020 Squirrel 21. They made squirrels legitimate. Instead of squirrel a Gate 21. There, there you I go. got that. We had it. Got happened. And of course, Vornklex Monstrous Rider, which does. What you want to do with Planeswalkers with doubling season? Yeah. Yeah, it actually does it. 
Yeah. Yeah, so that's a that's a hell of a card also. Yeah, and you know what? I, I didn't mention my favorite commander from Call Time because it's going to be in my favorite commander section oh, of the yeah, show. Oh, yeah, didn't mention either of mine either. Oh, well, okay. Don't mention this one that I'm pointing at. I won't. What is yours? You want to hear mine that we're going to talk about in the commanders that we built section? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, no, that's no, no, we'll, no. we'll wait till we get there. Okay, moving on. Strixhaven. Let me let me start this one. Okay. To hell with Strixhaven. <laughs> okay? I on looking back, I've re, I've been reflecting about this all day. You sent me a text at like 10 o'clock in the morning. I've been thinking about this episode all day. And it's like, what do I have to say about Strixhaven that's not Man, I hate Strixhaven. And you know what I came up with? Nothing. Nothing. But then, then I thought about it more. Mystical Archives, baby. There it is. Technically speaking, in all of my EDH decks, I think there's more Strixhaven cards than any other 2021 card. Because of Mystical Archives? Because I upgraded all of them. I was going to ask you about Strixhaven Mystical Archives because I play exactly zero of them. Man, I upgraded every one that I could because I thought they were a strict visual upgrade because I really liked them. I have have a Tef's Protection just because I pulled one out of the pack and I just, I wanted to play another Tef's Protection but I didn't want to buy one but I pulled that one out of the pack. If I pulled a Demonic Tutor, I'd upgrade an existing Demonic Tutor, my uh, green one return a card from my graveyard, all my Putrefies are Strixhaven now. I really liked the Mystical Archives, both Japanese and regular. I thought oh, they were really, yeah, because really cool. there was Japanese ones, too. Yeah. But the rest of the set, I I was looking back, the only Strixhaven card that I play in any of my decks, there's two. Two. There's the Stadium. Yep. Because I super like that Mana Rock where you attack. Mana, mana Rock slash Altwin Con. Yep. And Crackle with Power. And I only play Crackle with Power because you and I talked about it and it's like a good memory for me. And so I play it because it just, it brings back a really fun time in my life. But huh. past that, Strixhaven can just eat a whole bag of shit. Oh. That, that set could not exist and I would not be sad. Dang. Yeah. yeah okay, I, well, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do with, I'm gonna do the same thing I just did with Call Time with Strixhaven, but we got to go back to Call Time because I forgot to do something. But I'll do the Strixhaven stuff first. Okay. Okay. Boros slash Lorehold. We're going to call them that just for exactly right now. Sure. They did some good shit with the red, white, legendary creatures in Strixhaven. You are correct. They did some things that weren't just attacky, attacky. They did some artifact stuff, some graveyard stuff, some copying, making token stuff. They did some cool stuff. Yep. that That was interesting and unique. They had like... Call time had they had the dual face commanders, sure, and they had spells on the back of them here, so you could mm-hmm. cast a sorcery out of your command zone, search sure. for Blex, if you will, sure, right, and and we did a Blex deck this year, we sure did, yeah. They had several two and three cost commanders, which mm-hmm. was a thing this year. We saw a bunch of two cost commanders, which yeah. is fine. The thing, I think the biggest complaint I heard about the two-cost commanders in how they were two-cost, they were fairly generic, and when they're generic, it's easy to do a thing that mm-hmm. breaks them wide open. Yeah, what's the, the blue-green one that just... Was that from Strixhaven? I don't know. If, I don't, maybe it wasn't. I yeah. don't know. I'm I'm thinking yeah. of Dina Soul Steeper. Whenever you gain life, each opponent loses that much life, or loses one life. If they just throw so it's like a... Sanguine Bond, right? Yeah. And there was also... Killian Ink Duelist, a 2-2 two, two for 2, spells you cost that target a creature, cost 2 less to cast. So it just discounts like pump spells and infect stuff, and you put it onto Killian and you kill somebody. Yeah. So you could, yeah. do, like, you could do hatred, like Dark Ritual Hatred, and then just pump a bunch of life and kill somebody on like yeah. turn 2. <laughs> <laughs> they had Mavinda, Students' Advocate. Sure. Uh, well, it was an advisor, so <laughs> I'm going to mention <laughs> That's it. the only reason you're talking about it. Uh, yes, very much so. Velimachus Lorehold, I play that in one of the decks I built this year. Ooh. And not as the commander. But the thing that I wanted to talk about here in each of the sets going forward, back to call time and then forward, is our most popular commander episode. Oh. Yeah, because every set has one because we try to hit up a couple new commanders with each set release. Sure. Our most popular Strixhaven commander, Cody Versiferous Codex. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because it was like, take 9,000 damage. (laughs) Cody, yeah. Yeah. Our most popular commander from call time. Do you know what it was? Uh -uh. 
Sir Rolf Realm Eater. That was our most popular list. Really? And and people might remember like the, people might remember the episode the of the quasi pernicious deed guy? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And and sometimes people people will tell us or they'll send us a message on Patreon or I actually had a guy in our local store actually 2 weeks ago say, "Oh yeah, I I found you guys just randomly on uh, on your on your Sorelf list." Huh. And then I found out that you guys are from here. <laughs> and I was like, no way. He's like, yeah, no shit. That's fun. Close second behind Cody in Strixhaven was Plarg, Dean oh, of Chaos, of Dragon's course. Approach. Of course yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to probably talk about Dragon's Approach later on in the show. Ah, we just, We well, might well, talk well, about well, it later. Well, Who knows? Well, Who could say? No. Okay, moving on to Leggy in the Forgotten Realmy. Okay. Now, we all know how I felt about Forgotten Realms. You I, loved it. I loved everything about this set. I think if it was just Core Set 2022 or whatever they Mad M22, I think maybe I would have been a little bit softer on it. But because they had wrapped it up in that really shiny wrapping paper, I was really excited for this set because Core Sets never swing for the fences. They always just try and keep it within the realms of existing magic and just do some neat stuff. And then in this one, of course, they included dice rolling, which is amazing. Yeah, dude, they they knocked this one out of the park. And they 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 Forgotten Realms was amazing. Yeah. It might not be the most high-powered thing you're ever going to see. It didn't change the way magic works, but boy did they have a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, dude, they had they had like venture into the dungeon with ass crack dungeon lich guy. Yeah. That is 100% forever his name in my head after you said that yeah. on like don't sleep on these cards. Yeah. Ass crack dungeon Lich guy. <laughs> I'll never forget that as long as I live. So that was one. Warden. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Famous character. We did an Ebon Death Draco Lich deck. We did. And who knew that he was actually not too bad? He's good. Yeah. Because yeah. you can combo the fuck out of him, right? Oh, you sure can. There was Gallia, Kindler of Hope, which is kind of like Enchantress. Yeah. I've seen a few Gallia decks around. Yeah. There was Inferno of the Star Mounts. Oh, yeah. Of course there of is. Of course there is. Why is right? that card good? Red, red, four, baby. That's where they live. Old Nawbony. Oh, man. Changes games. Games warp around that card in ways that are amazing. Yep. Tiamat, very like the the, the most powerful dragon ever printed. People were like, uh, should I switch the most powerful dragon ever printed? The Ur Dragon? With Tiamat? People were having that conversation yeah. internally and externally with other people. Yeah. In a core set card. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. The Tarask, uh, nobody was having that conversation. Nope. Targnar, Demon Fang Knoll, we did that deck. We sure did. Verondas, Rage of Ancients, we've played against that a bunch of times with a new player, a new Jesse oh, in our in our. And IGS. I love that deck so much. I want it just to play Plane Chase with. Because then I get to roll the dice every turn and make a 5-4, baby. Yep. Oh, yep. yeah. None of those, though, were our most popular Forgotten Realms commandy. What? Yeah, none of them. What, what was it? Kalane Reclusive Painter oh, Treasure Tribal. Of course <laughs> it was. Our most popular list. Of course it was. Treasure of Tribal. Course. Where every, every card that didn't produce a treasure had a brush stroke painting <laughs> pun in its name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone. Oh, oh man. man. That's a good ass shit. We're yeah. terrible. Oh, but also... We rule. Actually, yeah. that was a listener-submitted deck, so so they also rule. Well, I think all of them so far have been. Yes. Should we go move on to Mari Ho Ho? Let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. A little bit less commandies in this yes. one, but good nonetheless. If you're gonna... Progenitor Ooze. Oh, man. That, that card, like, changed my, not my life, but it changed my life. <laughs> I, li I like that I don't know how to say that name. I like that I finally got a storm deck that I understand. I like that it finally let me play Ooze Tribal and have it not be a joke. Eevee was the the biggest gift for me, I think, this year. Sweet. Titania reprint, which was a long time coming. Long time coming and with a cool alternate art and etched foil side, which I hate, but lots of people liked. Yep. And now that card's what? Like 50 cents? Yeah. It was 25 bucks, now it's 50 cents. Yep. Amazing card. Not 50 cents. Regavan, Nimble Pilferer, oh, destroying yeah. legacy. <laughs> yeah, it's just ruining eternal formats all over the yep, place. Yep. Banned in Dual Commander also. Yeah, we got Garth One-Eye. This says Black Lotus on it. Yeah. Caused all of my brain geysers that I have to shoot up in price as <laughs> brain geyser proxies. <laughs> yeah. 
Chatterfang continu- continued Squirrelgate 2021. Yep. We saw we saw like a reprint of Chainer, which had only ever been in Commander products as foil. So I got to alter those. Now right. that's cool. We saw Asmorano Mordekaiced in the coolest car. Did I get there? I don't. Pretty I don't close. Know. We got Asmore. We got Ass, more ass. Ass s'more. Ass more. Ass. Yeah. So that's when you take a piece of chocolate and a marshmallow and heat them up and then stuff, stuff them, them in your ass. Yeah. And you clap your cheeks. Yeah, ass s'more. Yeah. That's what that is. If you want to eat one of those, there's no kink shaming in the nation. We're never going to judge you. <laughs> but we certainly will recommend that you don't Google any of the last 15 seconds. 100% of the time, yes. Mm-hmm. 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 We got a Clue Tribal and Lonus Cryptozoologist. Cool. Was that Clue Tribal? Was that what that was? Value X, not less. Um, uh, there's so many words. None of them are saying Clue. Right? At, oh, yeah, Clues. Yep. Sacrifice X Clues. Yeah. It was a Clue Commander, yeah. Clue Commander, if you will. Sithis Harvest Hand. That was a that was another enchantress. That was an enchantment. Yeah. And gains you life. Perfect in my in my hurricane enchantress deck. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, cool. And a deck that I started to build but stopped building. Oh, was it? Well, I didn't want to have to like unsleeve a bunch of fucking foil lands and shit. And I just ugh. Thrasta Tempest Roar. Remember I cracked a foil promo like pre-release uh, one, remember yeah. in the mall? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 7-7 seven, seven for 12. It's good already. Costs three less for each other spell you've cast this turn. Uh-huh. It's even better. So they just printed it in a set with a better Storm Commander in mono green. Uh, yeah. yeah. Trample over Planeswalkers, remember that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What does that do? Exactly what it sounds like, uh, baby. Yeah, 100% of what you yeah, think yeah. that does is what it does. Oh, so good. Amazing. So good. And, of course, we got, like, Turok all the way from, like, the dark. Yeah. We got Turok. him. Turok. Oh, I or, am or, Turok. Or tur- Turok. Mm-hmm. What do people say? Turok. Turok? That's what I'd Turok? Call from, like, the N64, tur- the no, dinosaur but, hunter? Yeah, Hell yeah, I, I baby. I had the comics. I had the comics. Quad rocket launcher? But what's... Mini what's, um, nuke? Time when, separate? When you, when you play the, the discard two at random... Uh, what is that? Turok's, Turok's chant? Tu- Him to Turok. Him to Turok. Yeah. What do you say? Him to Turok. Him to Turok. <laughs> I've never not said Turok. Him to, him to Turok. Him to Turok. I think it's Turak, but... Turok. I, I've Turok. always said Turok, but when it's at the start of the sentence, Turok, dead dread cantor. It doesn't even make sense. It sounds different. Yeah. It's like saying it in your head your whole life and then like hearing it. Yeah. Or saying it. Yeah. I have that problem all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I live my life, man. Oh, man. Okay, final set. Ish. Innistrad's... Innistrad werewolves can eat my whole ass. Okay? Werewolves are still terrible. They always will be terrible. If you like them, please play them because you're going to have fun. But I still think they suck. There was a frog that was awesome. But honestly, I think that Innistrad Midnight Hunt and I think even to a greater extent, Crimson Vow, forgettable. Wow. I think that... I think that they were using them to power down certain other formats. And overall, I think that these are sets that are, I don't want to say they're going to be left to the dredges of history, but I don't think people are going to remember this last trip to Innistrad as fondly as the previous two. I agree. I love, and I will continue to love this, and I started to love it back in Theros Beyond Death, when they do commanders that you can just... Build however you want. Frog tribal, slug tribal, jank tribal, whatever. Mm-hmm. Or they're also CEDH decks. Oh, yeah. I dislike that there's baggage. Like, yeah. Like rule zero baggage attached to those. And I dislike how it's CEDH or casual. And casual is the mother term for everything that isn't CEDH. Yeah. I don't like any of that. But that's not what we're talking about. Correct. I do like when things like Wilhelt exist and Slogurk exist and Grolnok exist. Yeah. Because those do represent like CEDH killing machines. Mm-hmm. But also Frog Tribal. Yeah. Arm sticking out of mouth tribal. Yeah. We, <laughs> like, there's a guy, his, his very first deck he built on his own in our local EDH and M meta is Grolnock Frog Tribal. That's Jay's brother. Yeah, that does basically what our episode on Grolnock does, but just with a lot more variance and he needs to get more pieces into his graveyard. So he has to work harder for the win. And honestly, it was a really strong deck, always had play. But he had to work harder for it. And I was like, why don't you play Hermit Druid? He's like, I don't want to play that bullshit. I want this deck to be hard. I want it to be, I don't want it to just mill myself and win. I like that. And it's, yeah, man, 
yeah, dude. So you could I I have seen the sliding scale on Grawlnock, and I like it. Yep. I think that that's yes. And you know what his infinite combo was to win? Infinite frogs that attack. Ooh. Right? Ooh. Yeah, baby. Ooh. Nice. Well, Grillnock, one of our most popular lists. Hell yeah, he was. Slow Gurk. Fast Gurk, if you will. Yes. One of our most popular lists, but not close. Our oh. most popular list of the Innistrads oh, yeah. was Toxrill the Corrosive. Oh, not close. Yeah. Man, that. I love that that card is like super terrible, terrifying in CDH. I love that Watsy put out a tweet that vaguely hints that maybe he's a Phyrexian. I love that he's also like the epitome of modern big mana, big value commander because you're paying seven, seven for this amazing creature that like if you lose him, you, he turns your whole deck off. But like he's so good now. Like my whole Toxrill deck just folds without Toxrill. But... When he's out there, the deck is amazing. It's it's so cool. Yeah, Toxrill, super cool. I kind of wanted to build it, but I would have done Slug Tribal. Just just like I didn't do Zombie Tribal with Lord of Tressorhorn, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's the same thing. Now, speaking of Toxrill. Speaking of Toxrill. I knew, I know, I know that you built Toxrill. I did. Who else did you build in 2021? And And that doesn't just mean 2021 commanders, but it's decks that you've built and if they don't have a 2021 commander what was the inception or what card in 2021 if any was the the catalyst that or or, or the final straw if you will i was looking at this i went over my list of decks i have one deck that was not helmed by 21 2021 commander and it was crark and eats your the owl okay storm deck i took it apart oh <laughs> to build to build avi Oh, AV ooze, ooze slash snake slash seven mana drop tribal storm deck. Just wait, Krark and that owl yeah. have no color cards in common with. Oh yeah, but storm deck. Oh, so you you do. I storm with things that cost seven, Ryan. Seven drop into seven drop into six drop into four drop into seven drop. AV ooze tribal storm baby, it is amazing and. I understand it. Oh. Oh, yeah. Love it. Okay. So I, I built that. I have a Driz Dorden deck. Yeah. Built with my personal deck building philosophy that if you do not want to build a deck based around a commander, but instead want to do it around a non-legendary card, but you just need somebody for colors, you should put in a little shell so that your commander is good. So I have Driz and then a few Drizzed things. So I could do second Heliod slash Herd Bayloth. Life Gain Tribal. Oh, so that's gonna, our preview card. Yep, so we're going to cool Drizz oh, deck. We, we didn't mention our other preview cards were Battle of Frost and Fire and and um, I'm, I'm Felden of the Third Path. And a couple other commons and uncommons yeah. from Time yeah. Spiral. Oh, Time Spiral! That was last year. Was it? Mm-hmm. Are yeah, you sure? Definitely. No, because we got Battle of Frost and Fire before, the, before we got... Was Time Spiral this year? Yeah, but there was no nothing new in it. Fuck it. Skip yeah. it. Skip okay, it at skip this it. point. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. Drizzed. Next up was Coma. I built Coma. Coma, yeah. Coma Voltron, where the whole deck just wins with Coma. And and do people hate that? Because Coma was pretty egregious. They, they sure do. Yeah. Because it turns just, out that even when you build a deck to just win with this one creature, man, Coma can do it. Oh. Yeah. Man, I have... You, you still got that deck? Oh, yeah. People hate it. They do. Yeah. They do. Because it's value on every turn. But I like playing it. So it's just like, you know what? I don't bring it very much, very often. But when I do, I always enjoy playing it. And it's an interesting game. It's always an interesting game. Yeah. Man. You know what? You know what? I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about about decks, bringing decks when when it's my turn. You want an arch enemy and still win? Coma. Yeah. Easy. I have uh, Turgrid Asterix because I turned my... Ghoul Caller Gisa deck into a Turgrid deck. Shields down Turgrid. I've I've talked about that before. Yep. Where it's just it does all the Turgrid shit, but it has no way to protect itself. So it's just I'll either win or not. And I'm fine with that. Everybody at the table knows it. Fine. Toxrill. Yep. And then I think my other favorite deck of the year was the last entrant into no red deck left behind in Taralf, God of Earthquakes. Yes. 
Which the guy was, that does non-combat excess damage is dealt to creatures controller. Yeah. So oh, you earthquake man. for 10 and somebody win. takes 10. Yes. Yeah. You chain reaction and win the game immediately. Yeah. Man, Taralf is good. And that deck is super fun to play. I highly recommend anybody who hasn't seen it, uh, go look at my list. It's on uh, CCO Brando on Architect. Check it out. It's a lot of fun to play. So what, 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 th those are mine. I built, what, like six? What, what do you got, Ryan? Uh, well, here's the thing. I got four. Got four. That's a small, that's a short list. Almost five with that Thrasta from Mighty Ho-Ho. Okay. Almost. Almost. Mighty ho Sure. Whatever he's from. One is Orvar. But Orvar is just... Uh, you just replaced Mist from Ultimus. Yes, and swapped out like three cards. Does that count? No. Oh, well, that no. that was one. Okay. <laughs> I'm counting. Uh, okay, all right. We'll, we'll count it. I'll count it. It, it, uh, yeah. did, it did change the way that I play. Sure. It changed the way that I play the deck. It focused on the commander more, and there are things that target my own things more. So I can get copies of them. Sure. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Now, when I do like a writer replication or an untapped target creature, I can get copies of it. And, I, and they're all like lords, right? Yeah. So it, it not only made the deck more resilient, it also made it more aggressive. Sure. It improved it in two ways. Yeah. Using Orvar, my favorite commander from Call Time that I didn't mention before, mm -hmm. now has... Now it's not a meme deck. It's a real deck. It's a real deck because I put in some cards that are more powerful with the now more powerful commander. Yeah. And if you want to see Orvar go all the way to town, our good friend Rachel Weeks yeah. definitely has built a hell of an Orvar deck. That's a real thing. Okay, next one. This came from 2020, didn't come to fruition until 2021. Okay. This was Averna the Chaos Bloom. That's the Cascade Mander. Cascade Mander, yes. Yeah. Okay. You, you can play lands as you cascade. Okay. And that was, there was nothing special. There was no catalyst. There was nothing except for Vornklek's Monstrous Raider. Oh, yeah. I was like, I want to build, I want to build a, a Cascade deck. I love Teamer. I've got all the Cascade cards. I got all the Cascade cards in my box of Modern Horizon or Commander Horizons, Commander Legends. There you go. Fuck. <laughs> got you got there. it. You got, got it. Got there. Yeah. Everybody knew what I meant. Yep. I got them all. And then I was like, well, wait a second with call time. This works with Planeswalkers better than doubling season because mm -hmm. when you put a counter on as to activate a loyalty ability, mm -hmm. it doubles that. Mm -hmm. And and doubling season does not mm -hmm. because doubling season only doubles effects, yep. not costs. Yep. So Vornklex was like, okay, I got I to gotta bite the bullet and I, I got some store credit and I, I put the deck together. Mm -hmm. And it's cool. It's super slow as Super Friends decks usually are. Yeah. But it is very swingy because you can go like Cascade, 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 put four lands into play and like, okay, somebody stop me. <laughs> and it's like Proliferate is in there too, of course, right? So you can like ultimate Jace the Mind Sculptor twice in one turn. Yeah. Yeah. It's real life. <laughs> that happened only one time, but it's real life. So that was my deck two. Deck number three came by way of Dragon's Approach. Ah, uh, yeah. Speaking of Rachel Weeks. It's like her favorite card of the year. I just I just listened to the Command Sphere's uh, like their year end wrap up show, and Commander Sphere have to agree. Okay, everybody's like Mono Red this or Storm that. I'm like no Elsha play Elsha because you can just cast them and cast them and cast them off the top. I think Elsha is the way to play it. Yeah, and and not Cedh right because there's like that baggage that's attached to Elsha yeah. because Sensei's divining top and stuff right. Yeah, it exists. Yeah, so that's deck three. And deck number four has what I think might be my two two favorite cards that were printed this year. Do tell. This is my Bruvac the Grandiloquent oh, deck. <laughs> of course it and is. And it doesn't oh, even have it doesn't even have the the secret secret layer persistent partitioner foil alternate arts in it. It doesn't <laughs> even have those in it. But it does have Drowned in Dreams. Ah, Drowned in Dreams yes. Blue Two X instant if you control your commander choose both but we know how much we like to choose both here oh in the yeah. Nation. We, yeah we are rock hard for bothing yes each rounds we call them yes we do each thing yes draw x cards target opponent mills twice x cards only twice four times there cards. you go <laughs> yes with brewback yeah 
put the respect that it deserves on that shit. Yeah, that 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 is got to be one of my favorite cards. Do you have, like I just have had, had a non-commander favorite card from 2021? I sure do. We talked about Herd Bailoff. I built a whole deck around it. If you haven't got him, pick it up. CCO special preview card from Mati Ho Ho 2. Very good. Yeah. Put a counter on it. Get a 4-4. I think, and this is going to it's gonna blow minds. I'm going to blow a mind right now. My very, I think, my most, my most prolific card. I play this in four of my decks now. And I don't think I'll ever take it out. Liquid Metal Torque. Oh, yeah. I love that card. It's a two-mana mana rock, which, oh, yeah, it's so good. It turns a thing into an artifact. So in Norn the Wary, I can steal it. Yes. Oh, man, that card is so good. I just... I have it in two decks now. I put it into a deck because I just wanted another mana rock. And I just put it into Bryon Stoutarm because I play several destroy artifact things. And I'm like, wait, why don't I just... This is the mana rock for me because then I can just shatter your thing. Yeah, so good. Also on the list, we have Void Mirror. Destroyed our format. Completely put an end to it. I don't even know why we're recording this show anymore because colorless decks don't exist. But I really like Void Mirror. I think it helps keep the game level and even and shuts off some of the ridiculous metalworker shenanigans. Very cool. I forgot that our format got destroyed by Void Mirror. I know. It's weird. It's like, why are we still here? The most Brando card, I think, of the year. Deck of many things that could result in you discarding your entire hand or not. Does all kinds of neat things. Yep. It returns I, things at random. I remember that cards. was your favorite card from... I gotta stop you. I gotta stop yeah. you because I haven't seen your list of cards. Yeah. None of these are on CCO's top five and five, are they? For 2021? Nope. Fucking no. smart. Not a one. Smart. Not a one. Mystic Reflection. Love that card. Call time special. Next time a creature token or creature would enter the battlefield this turn, it enters the cop it enters as a copy of something else instead. Oh yep. I've played that a few times and every single time it's hilarious. That was on one of my short lists. Like, wink wink. I'm gonna play my Jace the Mind Sculptor. Nah, bro, it's Sapperling. <laughs> so good. So freaking good. Replicating ring. Replicating ring. That's a three drop mana rock that if you have eight of them, you... If you have eight, every turn it gets a counter. And if it has enough counters, it turns into like seven of itself. That's I, the, the most casualist yeah, card yeah. ever. And hey? that's why, I, that's exactly yeah. why I like it. And the last thing I wanted to talk about, Imperial Recruiter, Mahdi Hoho, Full Art, New Art. I, you probably noticed this right away because you have a more artistic eye than I do. But did you notice? Yes. In the New Art. Did Kiki and Pestermite are there? Yes, I did. I just saw that a couple of days ago, and it blew my entire mind. Yeah, they're there. That is so cool, man. I love those like little throwbacks. And again, like we talked about way earlier on in the show, anytime you can look back at something that happened a few months or a few years ago and go, oh, I didn't notice that. That's so cool. One of my favorite things about magic. That's that's deep and or strong art direction mm -hmm. and or magic being prolific and popular enough that magic player artists want to work for magic and they say based on this art direction can i do this yep and and that marriage of strong art direction which is strong vision strong world building good product designers married with very strong vocal and enfranchised artists yep. makes things like that happen. We're going into the era now where lots of the new up-and-coming artists are going to be huge fans of the game <clears throat> that are going to want to do that kind of stuff. So that's a really exciting thing that I can look forward to in 2022 and beyond. Very much so. I'm looking forward to... I'm looking forward to... Hmm, what am I looking forward to? All the ridiculous basic lands. The crazy showcase treatments? Well, Could there are be you... a list of things that we're looking forward to, Ryan, that we were 100% right on? You'd so have far? to tune in on Friday. Ooh, you'd, have yeah. to, you'd actually have to tune in Saturday, yeah, New who, Year's Day. Yeah, who knows? New Year's Day, CCO's top five and five. And I think it does have to go yeah. without, without saying. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we have to say it that... We recorded that weeks and weeks ago. Yes. Weeks and weeks and weeks ago. And we are fucking right on <laughs> We are so smart. You know oh. what? I'm not going to say any of those things then. I'm going to say fractured sanity. Each player mills 
fucking 13 <laughs> cards. That's what 14 <laughs> cards, 14 cards. And and you know what the other the other thing I liked about that and I know that you don't like the sketch cards. That was the worst showcase frame of the year. Absolutely it was. There was Fractured Sanity, which is a mill card and I've really kind of expanded what that means to be a mill deck in in our meta and in our local game store and I've tried like Pramacon and Bruvac Petitioners. I've tried like Bruvac Hard Old School Control. I might change it up again to be more like classic. Every card in the deck mills you, and I have like creatures for protection. Like I'm, I'm, I'm exploring what that means because 2020 for me was the year of like, I want Magic to be a challenge for me. I want to do something. People call that being a Timmy. I want to do something that has never been done before. But basically that means like, I'm tired of attacking with creatures. I'm tired of crater hoof. I'm tired of comboing to win. I want to do something in a way that is, is unique to me and a challenge or a, something that is not optimal or not even powerful, but I want to use my voice and my brain and politics to win. Ooh. I want to do something that's just off the wall. Right. And, and fractured sanity and mill is that, but more than just that, Uh oh, more than just that, the artist for fractured sanity, Drew Tucker, okay. Drew Tucker met him in Las Vegas Neat. in 2019. And every time I see a Drew Tucker card, including fractured sanity in my mill deck, it makes me think what we were just talking about in franchise magic players and, and people who love the game and love the community. I gave them my, my ashes to ashes to sign. Remember? And it was like sidewalk playable. Maybe all, I don't know if I go that far. And he goes, man, I love this. It's just beat to shit. Like all the edges are white and it's like, can you sign this? He's like, hell yeah, I'll sign this. I would this love to sign this. Because this card's got love. And he's like, which colors? Shadow signatures, the best looking signature for this old, dirty girl. <laughs> or this old, whatever he said, right? Like this old, weathered, whatever, right? Right. And Drew Tucker painted Fractured Sanity. And every time I see it, it's like, oh yeah, this is yeah. why I play Magic. This is the shit. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think that's 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 all I have to say about 2021. Everybody's totally medium. Magic's like gonna die probably in twenty twenty two. Yeah, Magic was already killed Everybody by Vordmir. I'm so you guys are all here supporting a dying format and the reserve list. Yeah, and still exists. CEDH. Yeah, it's still around, guys. It's and over. The rules committee and the CAG are both driving the format into the ground because of their own selfish agendas. And the community's too toxic. And secret layers direct to consumers are killing local game stores and. Oh, yeah, all that jazz. Yeah, I know 2021 was a rough year. There wasn't very much good that we could say about it. And you know what? Watsy's record profit, despite all of those things, affects me on the deepest level because that means money that isn't going into my pocket. And I'm jealous because all income and capitalism is a fucking zero-sum game. And billionaires treat it like a game. And you yep. know what? We're probably all going to just get COVID and die. <laughs> <laughs> or... Or you could be in the most seven out of ten magic community that exists anywhere on the earth or internet, which is CCO Nation, which is why me and Ryan are here putting on a show that we love, but a game that we love with people who are fast becoming our friends at an exponential rate, especially with events like Las Vegas. And hopefully 2022 sees us coming down to see you guys in your neck of the woods very soon. And we could have more stories about more real live people interactions that we've had. I'm very looking forward to that next year. Yeah. You know what I'm looking for? First show of the year next year, we're gonna do some we're gonna do some twenty twenty two in preview. We did that last year and it was mm -hmm. it was well received. Okay. So we'll do year in previews. Previews what it is for CCO, some CCO Nation, what they can expect, maybe our outlook on events and, and future sets expanded from our our top five and five that you're going to watch on the first. Mm -hmm. we're, we're, that's going to be the first episode. Yes, We're very excited, and I hope that you are too. And from Ryan and I and everybody here in CCO Nation, Happy New Year, Happy Holidays. We appreciate you being here. And we are going to be back in 2022 with another episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song! <laughs>